those suspenseful edge of your seat kind of films and I'm not a big fan of that kind of movie because they tend to stress me out. But at least um, the movies kind of give you this fair warning when something terrible is about to happen. The camera angle shifts a little bit. The music grows sinister. A shadow looms. Something tells you, watch out. Don't you wish life was that way? But it's not. It's not even close. Because often our dreams seem to shatter when we least expect it. There's no warning. You can't explain it. You can't blame it on someone else. It just happens. Another painful reminder that life can be unpredictable. If you're like so many people I know, your shattered dreams may have left you wondering if God is still actively involved in your life. You may even wonder if He cares or if you're too broken and bruised to be healed by Him. You probably wonder quite a lot about what to do next. No matter what has happened or how you feel, please know you're not alone. Because here's what I'm learning. Everyone needs healing. Everyone. Everyone has them. Every one of us has been let down and disappointed in one way or another. And every one of us needs healing for our broken dreams. Everyone. You know, we, we all have this picture of the way our lives should be. And for some of us, the picture of the way our life should be and the picture of reality is just a reminder that your life is not turning out the way you had hoped. We all have dreams, little or large. We all have expectations, reasonable or unreasonable. We all have this mental picture for the way our lives are going to be. I mean, isn't that true for you? In your mind, you probably had it all planned. Where you would go to school, who you would marry, what your kids would be like, what kind of work would bring satisfaction and purpose. Maybe you dreamed of the perfect house, the perfect spouse, the perfect 2.3 kids, the, the perfect job. Maybe you saw yourself traveling the world or spending your life in service. Maybe you just hoped to be safe and reasonably comfortable. Whatever you wanted for your life, if you're a Christian, you may well have assumed that God wanted it for you as well. You might not admit it, even to yourself, but you were pretty sure God was going to sweep down and provide for you as only God could. The problem is, what you assumed was not necessarily what happened. See, nobody ever grew up thinking, I'm going to get cancer at 41. Nobody ever grew up thinking, I'm going to get fired at 57. Nobody ever planned to be divorced twice by 45 or alone and depressed at age 35. Nobody thought their child would end up in prison at age 20. You never imagined that you wouldn't physically be able to have children. You never imagined you'd get stuck in a dead-end job. You never imagined the word that might best describe your marriage would be mediocre. But it happened, and you're frustrated or hurt or furious or all the above. And let's be honest for a minute. Part of what brings up such strong emotions is the fact that it feels like all the other people around you are achieving their dreams. Their lives seem so put together. Everyone else is getting married. Everyone else is having kids. Everyone else is successful. Everyone else is healthy. Everyone else is happy in their marriages or content and productive in singleness. Does this sound familiar to you at all? If it doesn't, it will eventually, because as I have said, it happens to everybody. So what do you do with a shattered dream? What do you do with an unmet expectation? What do you do when your life isn't turning out the way you thought your life was going to turn out? What do you do when you have to turn to plan B? That's what I want to explore in this book, because to tell you the truth, I need the answers as desperately as you do. I would never 
pretend to know what you're going through. I would never assume that I understand the pain or the confusion that you may be experiencing. But I have personally experienced shattered dreams. I'll tell you about a few of those later. And I've walked with a countless number of people through unspeakable loss. I planted my first church in Morgantown, Kentucky, just a few months after graduating from college. Not that I have a clue what I'm doing these days, but back then I was absolutely lost. I knew God had called me to start the church, but I had never been a pastor, and I was 21 years old. I had begun to work my way through seminary, but no seminary could ever fully prepare me for what I would experience as a new pastor. Morgantown Community Church, although growing fast, was still a fairly small church the first few years I was the pastor. The small size was a great fit for me because it allowed me to spend a lot of time with the people in our church. And some of my favorite people in that church were Dan and Kimberly Flowers. The church was only a year or so old at the time, and they had been there for... for